that lets you save the Look here. True form life. It's so crazy to think like all that stuff happened and all that stuff is is still coming out But the masses still want to stick their head in the sand like nothing ever happened like it couldn't happen again Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We so much appreciate you coming in to see what we have going on. Regardless of where you're listening, what you're doing, we know time is valuable. Thanks. So thanks for being here with me. Okay, so recently I made a bold statement. <laughs> I threw up on my reel. I said, you know what? I don't support Tim Hortons because we were going to a coffee shop and I had a friend that said, hey, let's go to Starbucks. I'm like, nah, I don't want to go to Starbucks. I don't really want to pay $8 for a coffee and I don't really, I don't like coffee to begin with or six bucks for a tea <laughs> and I can't even pronounce their words. So I was like, but I don't really want to go to Starbucks. And then I, then he's like, well, let's go to Tim Hortons. I'm like, no, I'm not going to Tim Hortons. I said, don't support Tim Hortons. And he said, why? And I, so I explained it to him and then I did a quick reel, threw it up on social media facebook.com slash trueformlife or instagram.com slash drewtadia we're also on tiktok that seems to be the fastest growing platform at least at this time at the time of this recording that's at drewtadia so i'm going to talk about that i'm going to talk about segregation i'm going to talk about what's happened the last couple years some people aren't going to want to hear about it it's so much easier to bury your head in the sand and pretend nothing has happened or nothing did happen it seems like so much has just been forgotten about and so, yeah, let's do it. Let's get dirty. We're going to talk about some politics. We're going to talk about what's right and wrong. We're going to talk about, my, in my opinion, what's good and bad. And, and maybe some, we can do something about it. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. Uh... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so if you're not sure, we know we have listeners from all over the world. We have a heavy listening base in the U.S. Uh, we have radio stations all, literally all over the world. Philippines, we're in Nigeria, we're in Europe. So depending on where you're listening to this, um, let me explain Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is like a Canadian icon. I guess, sorry, I should mention that I'm recording this in, I'm recording this in Canada. I spent a lot, of, grew up in Canada, born and raised Canadian. I'm also uh, have a U.S. passport. I spent a lot of time in the U.S. after high school travel the world and i have u.s status i'm a u.s citizen as well so we spend half the year in los angeles half the year up here in canada and that's there's your really quick background of why <laughs> i'm explaining this so if people in the u.s or other places besides canada you wouldn't know what tim hortons is tim hortons is like a like i said a canadian icon most of you should probably know who wayne gretzky is he's like the michael jordan of hockey he had all the records and he actually played for the Edmonton Oilers, who was hated by the Calgary Flames growing up. Calgary Flames is from Calgary, obviously, where I grew up. And there was Wayne Gretzky, who was the best hockey player ever. I'm not a huge hockey fan, so you have to bear with me here. I think Sidney Crosby probably came up and may have broke some of his records. But at any rate, at the time, Wayne Gretzky, and still, he's still known as the great one. He kind of represented Tim Hortons. He's Canadian, first of all, of course. And then he was one of the best at the, at the, at the time, like when I was growing up, he was by far the best hockey player around. And on top of that, he, so he's Canadian, he's a hockey player on top of that. 
Tim Hortons snatched him up and he became the face of Tim Hortons, a Canadian hockey player. So that helped Tim Hortons become an icon for Canada. And they popped up their franchise. They're a franchise that does mainly coffee and donuts. And then they kind of branched out into sandwiches and soups and a handful of other things. So they're all over and they're basically a, they're a license to print money. They're kind of like a McDonald's. If you have the money to open one up and I think McDonald's, like someone, I was just doing some research and it looked like McDonald's, you need like a million bucks or at least, no, I'm sure it was a million bucks. 500,000 didn't seem like a lot at the time when I was just doing a bit of research on franchising. Not that I'd ever franchise at McDonald's, but I think it was a million bucks just to get into it. But like I said, it's a, and then they take a bigger percentage, like Chick-fil-A, for example, that's a big one in the US. They take a much higher percentage than most other franchises. But again, they're like, a lot, they're almost guaranteed to make money. So if you have that initial investment, you're going to make a bunch of money if you can get through the first few years. So here we are with Tim Hortons, a giant franchise moved all across Canada. I do believe there's some across the border into the U.S. Not a lot, maybe just on the other side of the border. I think we saw someone we would drive back and forth from Canada to the U.S. And um, at, any, at any rate, so Tim Hortons being a Canadian company, it was a Can Canadian company. That's how it started. Grassroots. Wayne Gretzky, they put a maple, they still put a maple leaf on their on their cup, and they're a Canadian company, right? Well, a lot of people don't realize that a number of years ago they sold out, and a giant conglomerate, one of those big corporations that that kind of like Vanguard or BlackRock, all they do is consume businesses. Like if it's a successful business, they'll go in and buy it, and they may change a few things up, and regardless of what they do, they own all of the franchises. Now you do franchises is a little bit, uh, there's a bit, bit of gray area because you can be an owner and operator of a franchise that's separate from corporate. So many times these franchises will be owned by corporate, like the corporation will own them and they don't branch out into own, like personally owned and operated. I believe you do have that option. Not sure that that makes a big difference, but what I'm saying here is, is that Tim Hortons popped up all over over the last number of years. It popped up all over. It's well known for a Canadian establishment. And then it was doing so well that this giant corporation say, hey, let's buy it. Let's buy them out. So that's what happened. So that was a Brazilian company. So Tim Hortons is no longer a Canadian establishment. So we do have this bigger movement or a push of people being like, let's support local. Let's support Canadian. I suppose it doesn't matter where you are. If you're in the U.S., hopefully there's more people thinking about supporting U.S. companies or wherever. It doesn't matter where in the world you're at. I believe that you should be supporting local first before importing or before ordering from across borders. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that I'm saying that you should never do that. All I'm saying is that when you have the opportunity, I believe you should support local and that should be at the top of your list when looking for certain things. Like we always try to find, I'm gonna talk about box stores here in the show, later in the show, but it's not that I never shop box stores. It's that I try to find local mom and pop shops first because I know what it's like to run a small business in a town where you need the support of your people to survive. So I try to do that myself. I feel like we should lead by example. It's always a bit bizarre to me when I see like small business owners like excited to support Walmarts, for example, or like go to Costco every week to get all of their items. Like it's just bizarre to me because I'm like, you know that those products, none of them are local. Like why wouldn't you knowing like as a small business, knowing the challenges, why wouldn't you at least try to support some local, but some people don't care. They don't think about it. So let's get back to Tim Hortons here. So Number one is that Tim Hortons was bought out by a huge company. They're no longer Canadian. So I guess that may not mean anything to you if you're not in Canada, but that means something to me is that if a company is going to stand by the support of their people and that's how they've grown, lived and thrived and be like, okay, actually these guys are going to offer us, I don't know what the number was, a billion, a couple billion dollars. We're, we're done. We're selling everything. 
that ownership goes to Brazil has nothing to do with Canada Canada anymore. However, of course, they still put the maple leaf on the on the coffee cup, and I don't know if they still have Wayne Gretzky commercials. They may. They certainly have coffee. Um, they would certainly have different type of hockey commercials because hockey is Canadian. And Tim Hortons used to be Canadian. So I don't think a lot of people know that it's no longer a Canadian company. So that social aspect of supporting local should be gone. Okay, let's get into the politics where a lot of most people, they don't want to talk about it. They just want to bury their heads in the sand and pretend nothing happened. So we know what happened in the last two and a half years at the time of this recording. This is 2022, September 2020. And things have becoming slowly getting back to normal. The CDC just said that that they changed the rules a little, like actually quite a bit. They said that if you're vaxxed or unvaxxed, you have the same status, you have the same protocol. Um, only in Canada, I believe, you can't fly out of a Canadian airport. No, no, that's not true anymore. They changed that so if you like, you have to wear masks on planes. I believe just in Canada, not for sure, not in the U.S. And then the U.S. and Canada made this shady deal how Canadians can't fly into the U.S. unvaxxed, but you can fly into Europe, for example. So we can't fly into the U.S., for example. Now, obviously, I'm I'm in disagreement with all that. If you heard any of my shows in the past or or listened to, I've, I've been relatively vocal without being too much in your face about the whole madness that has been started and carried on throughout the last couple of years. But here's the thing is that there's at one point... It is so crazy. Like it wasn't that long ago and people have completely forgot about it. And to be honest with you, it's a bit hazy in my mind. I'm like, did that really happen? It is so bizarre to think that that happened in this day and age and it was gone. It's gone just like that. So they used to say that, well, first of all, they locked us in our homes numerous times. They said, you can't, they were pulling people out of their homes. This happened in Quebec, Canada. They were, they, this happened all across and maybe in Ontario, they pulled like the police literally pulled people out of their homes at times and said they weren't social distancing, gave them tickets. You weren't allowed to gather with your family. They canceled Christmas. They were locking people out of churches. They were shutting down. They have a number of, we have a famous type of pastor called Pastor Arthur, Arthur. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. He's from, I guess I don't want to butcher that, but he's been well-known and speaking out against this from day one, and they just harass him endlessly. They probably still are just throwing him in and out of jail because he refused to stop. He, he refused to follow along and uh, did not stop preaching. And um, so they made his life a, a living hell. And maybe they continue to. I wouldn't be surprised if they still aren't doing that. Of course, there was shadow banning. There was cancellations. I feel like I'm summarizing what happened in the last two years. And because we're, like, we're not talking about it anymore. And it's like it never happened. And I don't like I don't feel like we should breathe life into it and br- put it on headline news. But I feel like we shouldn't just forget about it like it never happened. Because what if they do something like that again? Are we going to pretend it? Are we going to pretend it didn't happen before? And this is what I want to talk about with segregation in particular, because what they did is there's at a point where they said you need a vax pass to get into restaurants, to go to movie theaters, to get into hockey arenas. And I didn't participate in, in in any of that. I'm not vaxxed. I don't have a problem saying that. When people ask me, I tell them, and they're shocked. And I'm like, well, why did you ask me if you didn't want want, want to know the truth? Like, I don't have any problem with that. I do have a problem with, we do have this crazy stuff going on with the Can Arrive app, which is probably slightly different, a different uh, topic. But the the thing is, is that they just decided overnight that they're going to take, they're going to force vaccinations. And that's what they did. They A lot of nurses lost their jobs. Some teachers lost their jobs. Uh, people lost, I know people in the oil field that lost their jobs. So it was a, it was a big deal, of course. And I, like, and again, I feel like it's crazy that I'm talking about this summarizing it like it never happened because 
life has gone on for a number of months like normal, like nothing's ever happened. They kind of slowly reduce the mandates and, and regulations. And it's just bizarre to me to think that all that craziness happened and no one is really talking about it, or no one really thinks anything was wrong. I, I suppose that's more important to me than I don't really, I don't watch the news. I don't really care if like we're openly talking about this stuff. I just think it's bizarre that people pretend it never happened. And, and here's the thing is that these crazy statistics just keep coming out. Like one statistic right now in Alberta, Canada. So Alberta is a province in Canada, much like a state would be in the U.S. The number one, the number one death is the death rate is unknown. Are you kidding me with the technology, with the knowledge, with the data, with the expertise we have today? It, it used to be Alzheimer, Alzheimer's and dementia. That was the number one killer, if you will now surpassed by unknown. We have no idea. So obviously they have data that they're not releasing. We know over the last two and a half years that vaccines have been pressured. And now that we have, it's so sad. Like, I feel like I know someone every week that's going to a funeral. It's terribly sad. On top of that, the deaths are unknown. And we know what happened in the last couple of years that we had, I called them experimental medication, which is experimental vaccines with no long-term research and people are dying from them and no one is no one's like hey uh this is bizarre how come <laughs> how come we can't tell why so and so died or why is the number one death rate in alberta unknown it's it's bonkers it's bizarre it's so it's such a stretch and no one really says anything like oh yeah that's just what the data shows like we don't we, no it doesn't what are you talking about they know i i talked to a, a guy that uh, knew a doctor quite well and the doctor has since resigned and moved on and I didn't really want to be a part of it. And he said that he has never over his 50 year career ever dealt with the individual that passed away that they didn't know why. <laughs> never. Of course they know. So what happened was at one point is they implemented these vaccine uh, passports, if you will. And it, it was like a, a QR code where you had to scan to get into restaurants. And so there are people fighting back against this. Some people said, no, we're not doing it. Other people, yeah, said, yeah, said, yeah, we're, we're going to do it right away. But there was there was a there was a huge backlash at first. It was like, no, this is absolutely bizarre. Like, what are you talking about? We can't go to restaurants, or you have to be vaccinated to leave your home, or to get into a, a hockey arena, whatever it is, a sporting event to be around people. We now, of course, we now know that just because you're vaccinated, you can pass it as and get it and pass it on as equally as unvaccinated. But the problem is, is they lied to us from the beginning. They probably didn't know. They were just making it up and saying you. There's clear, very clear. Uh, videos of politicians saying protect yourself and others you will not get covid if you are vaccinated do the right thing like all this crazy nonsense propaganda and it was a lie all of it was a lie and then no one is like most people are like uh yeah it's okay what's the big deal they just didn't know any better they were just trying to protect us which is a whole bunch of bs if you ask me so what happened was when they first said we're going to not allow unvaccinated people into restaurants there wasn't a, there wasn't like there was a big there wasn't any giant corporations or what there wasn't it wasn't like mass accepted I suppose it wasn't like every restaurant was like okay we're going to do this what happened was is Tim Hortons was the first giant or like big company big franchise in Canada to say okay this is what we're going to do and it was crazy it was like what you can't get into Tim Hortons if you're unvaccinated and then you have videos of people asking like employees of Tim Hortons asking people for their vaccine cards to sit in to sit in the tim hortons it, like this is something from a movie are you kidding me it's something from 19 and not just from a movie but years ago 1950 1960 i think segregation was still a thing 
So it was just so eye-opening and to, to be like, what is happening in our world? How is this okay? So after Tim Hortons jumped on board, they said, oh, look, we have this giant franchise that started to become normal because so many Canadians loved Tim Hortons and they knew it. Whoever's sitting at the top knew it. They said, if we could get one of these, like a Canadian icon on board, we could get other businesses on board. We could start to normalize this. Then we could start mandating it and forcing it upon other businesses that refused to do it, which is exactly what happened. So Tim Hortons was the first large, from what, at least from what I remember, at least one of the first ones that jumped on board and said, yep, if you want to eat at our restaurant, or it's not really a restaurant, right? It's just like a coffee shop. But if you want to eat at our establishment, you have to be vaccinated. And people don't, they forget. They're like, oh yeah, that happened, but I'm still going to support them. And like, for me, every time you go somewhere, every time you spend your money somewhere, you're voting for them. You're voting for them to say, I, I appreciate what you do, what you're about, the service you offer everything like the ingredients and, and for me like to be quite honest i didn't like i wasn't a huge supporter of tim hortons to begin with like i'm not a coffee fan uh, i don't really like the coffee industry i think it's becoming better but i don't like we need to have fair trade coffee for example like i feel like it's a bit of a dark kind of industry because not because the coffee beans are dark just because of how people are treated how they get the coffee how the coffee is imported in like it's all a dark industry that I never really wanted to be a part of. They don't, don't particularly enjoy coffee. Like, there's a, a bunch of different reasons I could explain why you shouldn't have coffee. Like, it's a diuretic, so you got to drink more coffee. Most people are addicted to it and use it as a crutch. Like, I can't wake up without my coffee. Like, that's a crutch instead of an, an enjoyment. Two different things, in my opinion. Um, coffee strips magnesium from your body, so you got to have more magnesium. Like, you put sugar in. Sugar's a drug, so you're having a caffeine coffee, which is a drug to me. And then you have put sugar in it and all this is legalized. Like it's, it's just crazy to me, the whole world around coffee. So I didn't really support Tim Hortons to begin with. Like I didn't really enjoy their coffee. I never went there for coffee. Like I, every once in a while, we'd have a sandwich there if we were on the road or soup. But I didn't really, like they have don't like specialize in donuts and I don't really eat donuts very often. So I didn't really support them before. But then when this happened, I was like, oh, why would I ever eat there again? And don't get me wrong. Like if you see me in Tim Hortons, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself. Like, it's not that I don't ever plan to eat there again. It's the same thing with Walmart and Costco and Ikea. Like, these giant corporations were allowed to be open. Isn't that crazy? And and people still don't, they don't know that Walmart usually builds on the outside of town. So they're outside of town limits. So they have different taxes. They, they're taxed differently than the business, the smaller business that are inside the city limits. This is in most cases, like check out small towns. If you're in a big city, it might be different, but because there's Walmarts all over, but in small towns, that's exactly what they do. They're known to shut down small businesses because their products are so cheap. All they do is import cheap products from China, throw them up on the shelves for nothing. People go in there and buy them in masses. They break almost instantly. There's no customer service. People throw them in the dump, in the garbage. It goes in the dump. It goes in the landfills. It goes in the oceans. And then people just buy more. It's an overconsumption society that we live. Like the consumerization is absolutely madness. And we wonder why we have a giant ocean. We have a we have a giant island of plastic the size of Texas floating around the Pacific Ocean. And of course, that's not on the headline news. People aren't going to talk about that. But that's what I'm talking about. Is these these giant corporations? They were allowed to stay open. Walmart also gives subsidies to the government. They and then I'd imagine they give them to the town too. So that's why they were allowed to stay open when they shut down small businesses. They shut down gyms when we needed mental health. We needed physical health more than anything. They're saying they're shutting down all these small businesses. Meanwhile, they're allowing malls to stay open. I'm sure the malls are giving them kickbacks. Uh, there's a, You had Ikeas, you had Costco's, you had Walmarts. They're all allowed to stay open. And many times we, we weren't using our brains. Like, what's really happening here? And people were flooding the mall. Like, if you're really scared about your health, 
If you're really worried about what was going on with COVID, then you wouldn't have flooded the mall or Costco or Ikea just to get out and buy some stuff. Like it just, none of it made sense. And that, and that's, that was the whole two and a half years as it can carries on in different ways. It's not over with Western university in Canada. This is abs an absolute embarrassment. They said that they just implemented this after the kids paid their tuition, after they committed, they said, you have to be vaccinated to go to our school. Are you kidding me? Like we, we have the data, we have the research. Almost all the mandates have been removed. It's a bit, it's a bit more strict in Canada. I'm not sure what it's like where you're at. In the U.S., it's basically wide open, especially in places like Montana, North Dakota, Florida, Texas. Of course, you'll have you got Newsom in California. That's never going to be. I think he just declared a state of emergency because of monkeypox, and there's been very few cases. <laughs> but at any rate, it's mostly wiped wiped clean. It's like it's, it's like it never happened. People completely forgot about it. Then you have a giant influential university like Western and they're saying you have to be vaxxed to go here. But if you're a sponsor, if you're a sponsor giving the money, you don't have to be vaxxed. If you're on the athletic team, you don't have to be vaxxed. Maybe the players do, but if you're coming in to their school to play them, you don't have to be vaxxed. It's crazy that some of this stuff is still going on, like it's still lingering. But my point is, is that Tim Hortons, back to Tim Hortons, is that they kind of started it. They were the first ones to say, okay, we're going to implement this. You have to be back. So then it was easier for the government to go to other businesses and start mandating. So a lot of businesses are like, no, we're not doing that. So they threatened to take their licenses and they started to, and they actually, they started to take licenses away. They started to lo actually lock, they put locks and chains on businesses. They would strip their alcohol license. They'd give them five, $10,000 fines. And this was happening all across Canada. I'd imagine in the U S as well. I don't know what it was like if you're in Europe or, or other places listening to this, but that's what happened and it's so bonkers to me and then meanwhile like that kind of stuff is mostly over and then you have people going back to tim hortons like like nothing happened like, so 1950s it was still happening 1960 was segregation they said black people are not allowed in our schools could you imagine anyone saying that in today's day and age any type of race doesn't matter what kind of race what country you're from what color your skin is if someone said some institution said you can't it was segregation it was this huge deal and um, of course, they finally, like after years and years, who knows, maybe in the deep south, maybe they're still going through some of that. But you, you have to have different types of people allowed in your schools. Like it offers so much value and, and, it's, and it's wrong. I mean, that's, that's, there's nothing, there's no other way to say it, but it's entirely wrong to say one person can't come in because of your race, because of your religion, whatever it is. You can't do it. You shouldn't do it. What happened to treat each other like how you want to be treated or being a good human being or for, you know, for offering forgiveness for whatever it is, like just being a decent, good human being. And when I say I don't support, like I, I haven't got any flack yet from that video that I threw up about Tim Hortons, but I'm sure I, I will. But isn't it crazy? Like, it's crazy to me if I said I don't support segregation or any company or entity that would implement it. I don't support them. People would be like, oh, why wouldn't you support them? They were just doing the right thing. They were trying to protect you. No, they weren't. They got a huge lump sum. We already know that universities got paid from the government for implementing vaccines, just like Western is right now. We know that hospitals got paid every time they had a COVID death. That's why when people come in from a death from a car accident, they were labeling it COVID. They were getting kickbacks every time they labeled a death COVID death. It's, you know, it's so crazy to think like all that stuff happened and all that stuff is is still coming out but the masses still want to stick their head in the sand like nothing ever happened like it couldn't happen again and now we have this digital passport thing that's kind of coming out in canada we have this can arrive app where you have to 
it's like you're f- literally fighting with them to get into your own country if you don't fill out this app and they want all of your you know personal intimate information which is against the law you don't need that stuff to get into your country they're just implementing it because they want to have more control and they want to know every single detail about you so there's a lot of people fighting back and um that and then and of course we're getting into the digital id like i think air canada one of canadians biggest airlines is saying that you're going that they're teaming up with the government to start digital identification of course if you have your digital identification then that's going to go be linked to your bank account and it's going to be linked to your health that's why they wanted vaccine passes so they can see if you've been vaccinated or not and then they actually move the they all they've been doing this they've been moving the goalposts throughout but i think they're saying that you're not fully vaxxed unless you have four boosters maybe or five i don't know i don't follow that stuff too closely but it's just kind of crazy to me that if you're a person that stands for something and if you're a person willing to speak out you're the person that they put on the chopping block you're the one that puts yourself out there to be ridiculed and put down meanwhile it, it makes perfect does, like doesn't it make sense isn't it common sense to be like hey segregation is wrong we shouldn't do it we should have never done it it shouldn't have lasted till the 1950s or 60s that's for damn sure and they shouldn't have brought it back it was like the politicians almost overnight snapped their fingers put a trance over the whole world or at least Canada and said if you're not vaccinated you are the enemy you are a white supremacist you're a conspiracy theorist and then there was that clear divide it was the politicians not the people that offered that clear divide and people and individuals that were still healing from broken families and lost friendships and you have those people that still think you should wear masks which is crazy there's no absolutely zero um research around how masks slowed or stopped it's the same thing with lockdowns. Lockdowns caused more damage than good. And people are still healing from that. And, then, and the kids in schools, like dealing with face recognition and emotions, all the detriments. We actually went to a, a conversation, a, locally, a local conversation here. This guy's job was to teach hospitals. It was to teach government facilities about wearing masks. And he calls them uh, face, facial barriers. And he said that masks were never meant to be used long term. They were used, and they, and they certainly don't stop any airborne transmission. He said, you, you can get that stuff on your skin. You can get it like through your eyes. There's a bunch of different ways. He said, you'd have to be walking around in hazmat suits, which everyone would have to do to stop the transmission if it's, if it's airborne or if you're breathing it in. And we, like, you know, like he lost his job. He, of course, every government official, every big business that he worked for said, no, thanks. We don't need you anymore. Just because he's speaking the truth. And I think that was, that's the biggest issue here across the board is that people that are willing to speak the truth are, are still continuing to look down upon. And I was listening to Aaron, one of Aaron Rodgers. If you guys don't know, he's a famous football player. And he actually, um, he was allergic to one of the ingredients in the vet, in, in one of the vaccines. So he couldn't take it. And they were all over him. They still are. They were calling him a liar and a cheat. And he was killing his teammates and like all that they had they had to wear wrist like in the nfl they had to wear wristbands to separate them like it's so crazy to think about what's happened to separate the unvaxxed and vaxxed and then they were saying that he was killing his teammates even though he had to test every single day that he was um he had to test negative every single day he walked into their facility before he could get any get, go test he get tested and he'd go to his car and wait to get a text message for for his result to come back negative and then the vax, they only have to, they only had to do it maybe once a week or once every couple of weeks. And now, of course, we know, like he said, that he, it was clear, like very early on that the vaccinated, like most of his team were vaccinated. I think there's 90 guys on the team and I think seven of them were not vaccinated and the vaccinated people were passing around COVID left and right. Like it was clear for them early on that you could, but still the news and media and politicians were like, no, get vaccinated. <laughs> but, but for him, he couldn't, like he physically couldn't. 
take the vaccine because he was allergic to one of the ingredients. So what was he to do? And still he was ostracized for being like, I can't do that. <laughs> it's going to it's going to harm me. <laughs> you know, like what, what's what's my other choice? Then he was going to that was I'm not sure which one that was one particular vaccine. Then he went to get the J&J and right before he went to get it, they pulled it because it was causing blood clots. So he's like, what? he's like, what's going on here? Of course, I can't take it. And still. But anyways, I suppose that's nor here nor there. That's why I choose not to support Tim Hortons. I don't plan on, like, maybe I'll pop in there once in a while. I don't go, never really went there to begin with. I don't, I will never go out of my way to go there. That's for certain. And um, any, any business, any corporation, any individual that supports segregation or thinks that one status is better than the other, whether that's medical, whether that's race, whether that's gender, I will not support them. And I feel like as a whole in society, (laughs) we should feel the same way just to be a decent person but who knows maybe i'm crazy thank you so much for listening to this show uh, i'm not trying to create a movement tim hortons is never going to know i'm not going there if you want to go there go there i'm not going to judge you i'm not that type of person you guys can do whatever you want make whatever decisions you want to make i'm saying personally it's not really for me when we we actually i met at a it was actually called a good earth and i know that's locally owned and operated they do a lot for the community they're super nice friendly customer service is great and i suppose just to wrap things up here that there's a there's a big difference like there was there was corporations or businesses that jumped on board first they're like yep let's do the segregation thing we're in 100% and then there were businesses that were forced they were either forced to shut down they're forced to lose their business license or they're forced I don't remember what it was, $20,000, $40,000 that they're going to lose everything and be fined, which of course they would never recover from. So they were forced into offering segregation. I don't know what it'd be like to be in their shoes. I still don't, never really appreciated that <laughs> for obvious reasons, but I'm not going to judge them. Um, however, those that were first on board, Limp Tim Hortons, those that not just supported it, but encouraged it, I, I will never support. I'm not like, I'm not holding a grudge. I'm not like, angry at them i just have feel like i have no business supporting them i'll go elsewhere so that's my opinion that's my truth and thank you for listening and being here with me that's it that's all i got now i'm out of here as always i'm your host drew taddy in health and fitness for a better world thanks for listening You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.